I'm here to talk today about, of course, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, oh, where'd that storm come from outside? Um, I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences from being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Just gonna Google old Western women's names. You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how the first 20 minutes of Death Stranding involves, one, Sky Ghosts Who Make You Cry. It's my favorite country western song, Sky Ghosts Who Make You Cry. <laughs> uh, two, Rain That Is a Time Machine. Most importantly, three, Guillermo del Toro's disembodied hologram telling you to administer morphine to the president, who is also your mom. Andrew, I think you just took shrooms and then put put Death Stranding into your PlayStation? Yeah, he just watched the loading screen for four hours? <laughs> yeah. No, Andrew, this is like an orientation in college. Did you give us two truths and a lie about Death Stranding and we have to guess which one isn't real? <laughs> I didn't. That, that is 100% the truth. I was, I was uh, live tweeting uh, me playing Death Stranding at like 1 a.m. last night. And by live tweeting, I mean just, you know, blast, blast messaging these guys on Discord. And uh, all of those things are 100% what happens in the first cinematic overview of death stranding i was at work and got the first text and it's like oh yeah it's it's 11 30 at night where andrew is and he's starting death stranding this is yep. gonna be a party all right guys my mom is the president but i'm not <laughs> the youngest of three. <laughs> oh boy well speaking of games of the year uh now i know that it's a little <laughs> that segue i know that it's it just is a little bit late for us to be talking about 2020's game of the year being that it's 2021 and all but i know that everyone out there has heard me foam at the mouth over final fantasy 7 remake you've heard todd recount his ted cruz themed nightmare <laughs> flower patch in animal crossing new horizons <laughs> yeah i'm gonna make that the image and for this instagram it's, post it's, it's timeless and it will never age poorly. <laughs> but there, there was only one game last year that unanimously, almost unanimously, devoured the extended hashtag Butthwomp Nation family. Uh, Super Giants Hades. Uh, Super Giants Hades, in, in an amazingly crafted, and this is not a bit, this, is, this game is fucking no, it's amazing. Just very oh, yeah. A, incredibly fun romp through ancient G Greek mythology. Uh, now, obviously, there's a lot that make Hades the, the unique experience that it is not the least of which, the laundry list of powers they call boons that you can claim and, you know, craft together into these, like, near-infinite number of game-breaking builds. Um, these boons, of course, are given you by some of the most well-known gods among Greek mythology. So you've got Zeus, Artemis, Aphrodite, Poseidon, Ares, etc. But boy, oh boy, is this game horny. <laughs> it's so horny. It's so thirsty. You're just going to leave my boy Dionysus out like that? <laughs> uh, no love for Demeter? Yeah, no. One of the, Dionys Dionys is one of the more thirstier gods. Demeter, not so much. I think you got those backwards. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, now, now, this game has been talked about to death in nearly every Game of the Year discussion around 2020, and that we are not going there. That is not us. Instead, today, 
we're going to take the initiative and pitch Supergiant for the inevitable DLC that will be launching this game's massive success. We're going to be helping Supergiant find uh, the new god that will be teaming up with Zagreus to take down our big bad hell daddy. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> is this the part where I say I don't know what we're talking about? Or is later the part where I said? You're probably going to say both. it multiple times, I assume. So like, yeah. if you're going to do a trial run now and then fire a few more out later. Hit us with a dry run and we'll come back to it. I don't know what we're talking about. Thank you for allowing me that dry run. Thanks, Matt. I'm I'm actually a little surprised with how much we've talked about this game amongst ourselves that you haven't picked up enough through context clues to somewhat know what we're talking about. You know when you have a group of friends or there's a group of people who talks about something so much that it just becomes a frequency you tune out in your brain? Like Yeah, my, I grew up my, in Ohio and don't care about football. So Yeah, yes. exactly. You get it. My <laughs> brain filter, had the top word on that list became Hades around week three of everyone had already bought this game and I was still waiting to get a Nintendo gift card. And then when that Nintendo gift card came, I had already filtered out the word and I just couldn't find the game. That's fair. Here's Matt. Okay. I can just, Matt, I can just help you out here. You know how in The Last of Us 2 how there's all those dad issues just like floating around. He but also doesn't know the last I probably would God if I played The Last of Us 2. <laughs> hey Matt, you know how in your real life you have dad issues? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But wow. imagine imagine that you Fucking died God. that you died frequently and got resurrected at the end of every day. Perfect. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> with that, <laughs> to help us figure out the best pitch, I've called in expert theologians Kyle, Dragon Jesus, Bahamut, Harper. That's my stage name. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt, Pelor, the party Santa, Cole. Love that take. That's so good. Cousin of Dominic the donkey. And Todd, murder boner, ball, Thomas. To, uh, to put their collective heads together and figure out what the best answer can be. But because there is so much on the line here and because clearly Matt has no idea what he's talking about, I've also called in a ringer. Assuming that Matt's answers at least won't be good enough. So, everybody, <laughs> please welcome Eric Primus the Toaster King Silver from Join the Party, which is a D&D real play podcast and also creative director behind Multitude, which is, how do you guys describe Multitude, Eric? I, uh, we are a podcast collective, collective. studio and consultancy when we really want to help you out and want to make podcasts better instead of just like awesome. hey maybe get karamo in it <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent um so just a little oh, bit man. behind the scenes here so listeners at home and those of you that listen to our patreon so matt and i actually met uh eric's partner amanda uh who is also at multitude and one of the join the party uh cast members uh, a couple back in uh podcon which we've talked lengths about now uh which is basically just like our collective origin story at this point but uh, late, as kind of a follow-up to that, we, we did a couple, we did a meeting with Amanda, and Amanda was actually the one who suggested to do a Patreon. So anybody who's part of the Patreon feed, one, thank you, but you can also th thank Amanda and the good people at Multitude, um, because they've, they've been a big help to us, and uh, I know they've been a big help to other people. But uh, yeah, so Eric, thanks for, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Someone said Hades, and I came running. Uh, and <laughs> I finally regained consciousness a few minutes Spider ago. Spider sense tingled, and, yeah. and you just knew you had to turn on a microphone somewhere. I, it's true. I blacked out and found myself in this Zoom. <laughs> um, well, Eric, for, for those people that are like you, that are just waking up from their blackout, uh, where can they find you? Where can people find you online? 
uh, absolutely. Well, I am the Dungeon Master of Join the Party, uh, which is a 5th edition real play podcast, but uh, we like taking apart D&D and making it better for stories and for podcasting. I, I reckon we're the most accessible, best-sounding D&D podcast out there. Uh, right now, we're in our second campaign. We're doing a modern world that's kind of like X-Men-ish. I really ripped awesome. the entire the fucking fantasy carapace off of Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons and turned it into like a modern world where an upstate New York uh like lake town has turned into a city the size of Portland because of a radioactive uh scientific blah 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 uh which has changed the world. So there's uh now the capital is Lake Town City, which is like two hour nor two hours north of Buffalo. Uh, or two hours Amazing. to the east of Buffalo. Um, and I think it's really good. Uh, and it's fun. But you can also find me on Twitter. I'm at L underscore Silvero. E-L underscore S-I-L-V-E-R-O. My name, if I was a Lucha Libre wrestler. And you can find me streaming <laughs> with Amanda at House Breakfast. Uh, we're oh, yeah. on twitch.tv slash House Breakfast. Or on Twitter at House, Bre- House Breakfast underscore. Dang. You've I'm never impressed. said that before. Yeah. No. I assume never you've never introduced time. yourself. No, I I have all only your moms listen to my podcast. Yeah, that's true. Actually, jokes on you. My mother doesn't support anything I'm doing, so there's that. <laughs> hey, you already checked the box for for dad issues. Had to hit the mom issue. I also want to say I didn't just talk about their moms randomly. They told me yeah. that their moms listen to their stuff. <laughs> it would have so. been a weird insult if it weren't otherwise done. No, I was just totally gonna let that like sit on <laughs> yeah, context. Same. So Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, let's get this pitch started. So I want each of you to first start by introducing the god that you think should be the flagship for this new Hades DLC. Now, granted, they can be a god from ancient mythology, similar to the Greek mythology or some other kind of mythology, or fuck it, make it a currently practiced religion. Who cares? <laughs> um, just as long as there's some sort of god, be it little g or capital G god. Uh, tell us a little bit about them, what boons they're going to give to Zagreus uh, and when he encounters them. Uh, let's start with Kyle. All right. Uh, thank, thank you for bringing me here today, Andrew. Sure. Um, I'm here to tell you about a, a very good friend of mine, a uh, someone who's uh, been with me through the good times and the bad. I do not like where this is going. <laughs> oh, you, you sure don't. Um, I'm here to talk today about, of course, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, oh, where'd that storm come from outside? Um, <laughs> so we all know at least a little about Jesus, right? Son of the Abra- Abrahamic God, walked on water, nailed to a cross, etc., etc. Yada yada. We are already at the part where I have to say, the no, this is not true. Oh, sorry, I have my good friend Abraham, who's actually uh, the father of my religion. He said, what's that? You think Jesus was just a regular guy? Okay, I'll tell him. Kyle, he's not, that's not the God of Abrahamic religion. Are we not playing in the space oh. where all God, all the gods are real and accepted? Is that not the the With, conceit? We're we're gonna we're gonna throw away, throw out traditional religious doctrine and just accept <laughs> everything as assumed fact. Listen, I just want to state that I have the Jesus Wikipedia page up, so <laughs> <laughs> I can fact check whatever Kyle says. Um, I just I just with a with names like. King of Kings, Lord of Lords, little tried. 
think you could have done a little bit better than that. Yeah. We'll, we'll try hard. Sorry, I just really like it. I just really like the old stuff. I don't read the new stuff. <laughs> um, you, you're you're pre time skip, not post time skip. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like in Homestuck. It's, he it's like no, after I only... Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, go. Well, well we're, what was that, we're, Kyle? We're gonna build on that, and um, and. Jesus is gonna help Zagreus escape from the underworld. Now we're gonna we're gonna add to the canon here. Um, so you asked about his boons, the boons he's gonna give to uh, the son of Hades. Here, they're two sons. It's two sons helping each other out. Two guys with dad issues helping each other out. Um, so we're we're gonna do everything based off New Testament passages. Um, the 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 passage. It's easier for a camel to. Pass through the eye of a needle, then for a rich man to enter the kingdom of my father. It's going to be a boon that depletes depletes your uh, gold as it fills up your God gauge. And Peter went down from the boat and walked on the waters to Jesus. We've got a boon that prevents lava damage. Uh, the parable of multiplying the fishes and loaves. Got a boon for that too, guys. We're going to double the effects of all centaur hearts and pomegranates for the rest of your run. Um, and last but not least, when you call on the aid of Christ, not only will it restore you to full health, um, it will also n- nail all the enemies on screen to a cross when it's maxed out. <laughs> Wait, excluding the last one, I-, I can't help but feel like your argument has some real VeggieTales vibes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> real, real VeggieTales vibes. <laughs> like I, I'm being forced to learn about Bible passages, and I, I don't want to be learning. It's too bad. About Bible passages. <laughs> Is it weird when Zat, when Jesus looks around and says, "Hey, wait a second, this isn't Christian hell, the one we've all accepted <laughs> in our lives as the only?" Oh, I get to that exists. later. I get to that later. Uh, Christianity bo- borrowed from every re- other religion that came before it, anyway. So it's it, truly the whitest religion there is. It's not really a stretch to uh, to ram jam it here into Greek mythology. I think it's the only religion that you have to know you're better than everyone else because <laughs> that's, that's part what of it, it. That's, that's why it's it the whitest religion exclusively like yeah no no no. you're wrong and let me tell you why you're wrong mm-hmm. which is why it's the best answer to bring to this podcast <laughs> honestly so so we're not we're, we're not gonna go here but just to go there for a second so i know at least three <laughs> of the four three of the five of us grew up going to uh youth groups in a, in a heavy dose of summer jesus camps so you know my own personal experience was uh you you gotta fight back against all the people who are trying to take away your <laughs> your religion. Um, so that 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 affects me in a certain way. Um, <laughs> I'd like to push past that trauma though. Go ahead. Go I ahead, had Eric. that I had that same thing too when people asked me how do you spell Hanukkah and what is Hanukkah <laughs> and why don't you celebrate Christmas and get out of here, Jew. <laughs> Eight nights of presents. That sounds rad. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Boy, boy, howdy. Religion's really fucked up our world, huh? Hey Matt, why don't you go next? <laughs> Andrew, why have you done this to us? <laughs> I you know, this is like the fourth time we've talked about religion on this podcast. And I, yeah, but the first time was the 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 God of Rock. The, and the and the, yeah. the fire emblem was a god or something. No, like it was that. A, it was the giant uh death whale uh who Oh that's right. And I did and space. I did the, the floating hand that controls mm-hmm. a giant monster. That's right. Yeah. Listen, this one is truly on me. I'm feeling really juiced about this because I um I wrote this article that's coming out this Thursday about how there's like deeply embedded anti Semitism in Dungeons and Dragons. And I've done oh, like shit. a ton of the research on it, and then I did another one 
another podcast, like a guest did on one of our podcasts, a multitude about Harry Potter, about how the goblins are pretty much explicitly Jews in Harry Potter. So like, I'm yeah. very juiced on this. So like, I have all these like deep seated, like fantasy feelings. I like, only learned this year yeah. that the, the lizard people control the Illuminati meme theory joke (laughs) is deeply related and is deeply seated in anti-semitism as well so i think just surprising everything is anti-semitic i think just everything's anti-semitic mostly everything except for mel brooks is anti-semitic sorry guys (laughs) but here's a a fun fact here's a fun fact a gary gygax was so christian how Christian was he? There it is. <laughs> yeah. Gary Gygax was so Christian, he didn't celebrate Christmas because Jesus. <laughs> oh. Like, so he's like, he's like Jehovah's Witness Christian. Not even that. Okay. But, like, he was just so Christian that, like, and he was one of those guys who was like, I'm going to look at the texts and read them. And we're like, okay, oh. Gary, that's fine. Yeah. That's Got like it. vegans who won't eat honey. Anyway, let's talk yeah. about Hades. <laughs> so, yeah. um,. Have I made it clear that I've never played this game? Because I've literally never played this uh, game. You, well, you've, you've mentioned it once yeah, or twice. Yeah, so I've never played this game. I've never even sure. so you've, seen this You've game. played this game like once or twice? Yeah, no, I've never played this game. I've just <laughs> never played this game. Um, so, again, if I can say it one more time, I don't know shit about Dick when it comes to Hades. However, I know maybe four out of ten about Egyptian mythical god Osiris, and that's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) So, you know that meme format that's all like, wrong neighborhood, motherfucker? Well, imagine you're Zagreusing your way out of ancient Greek hell, and all of a sudden, (laughs) wrong underworld, motherfucker. Enter Osiris, judge of the living and king of the dead of the Egyptian pantheon. And if I can just stop for a minute and note how rad a title judge of the living and king of the dead is. Yeah, better than lord of lords. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have s- seen metal albums with worse names than that. So anyway, Osiris has one of the wildest histories, but is easily one of the most badass gods of Egypt, and his boons will be no different. I think that I am using these words correctly. Osiris is the god of resurrection, so you have your classic call boon of resurrection. You just, you know, you come yeah. back to life, but you also have a special boon, Flood, where just as Osiris floods the River Nile every season, you're, you flood the room that you're in and you wipe the room of enemies. And fans of the MCU may think that Osiris's dash boon is an Infinity War reference, but it actually calls back to the second death of Osiris when he was cut to pieces and reassembled later by his wife to be resurrected. Oh. This boon will cause Zagreus to fall apart into fun little cubes you can roll around the map and reassemble somewhere else. (laughs) That's incredible. This sounds like my dad trying to talk to me about Pokemon. Like, you've got some of the right (laughs) parts in the right places, but other parts are very off base. Yeah, so if you have any questions about Osiris, I'd love to answer them for you. If you have any questions about Hades, I've got nothing. <laughs> what I appreciate is the idea that like Osiris got all chopped up and he's like, mm, the wife. <laughs> Dude, it's wild. So like Osiris, basically Osiris marries his sister, right? Because they're only like five gods. They're all born from the sun and the earth. Yeah. Whatever. Classic. Doesn't matter. Yep. So Osiris marries his sister. Osiris's brother marries the other sister. And then other sister is like, but Osiris is hotter than you. Gets impregnated by Osiris. So brother's like, I'm going to kill him. 
makes a coffin for him, locks him in the coffin, sends the coffin down the Nile River. Coffin gets stuck in a tree. Tree grows around coffin. Emperor cuts down tree, turns it into a pillar of his castle. Original sister shows up and is like, that's my husband in that tree. Takes the tree. (laughs) Takes the coffin back to a bog. Goes to make a poison to resurrect the husband. Brother shows back up and is like, I thought you were in a coffin. Cuts the brother into pieces. Scatters him throughout the universe. Sister's like, no, still want that guy. Reassembles the pieces like a set of Legos. Snaps her fingers. He comes back to life. They immediately bone and have a child. That's the story of Osiris. Yeah. Man, that would be awesome if this was a Egyptian's God episode of the or show Kyle, and not a Hades on. episode I... of the show. Shut up, man. <laughs> I have one thing here. <laughs> Matt, it sounded like you just pitched an action movie in the 1980s. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, and I you're like, that you're movie. like, here, I need to lay out my cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what fucking's gonna happen <laughs> fucking Osiris, right? <laughs> fucking legend. In a fucking tree. <laughs> he's built into a pillar, but we take that pillar to a bog. <laughs> and then Marty McFly, the Marty McFly shows up, and he's just like, what's happening here? <laughs> Eric, I'll do you one better. I think he just pitched a modern-day HBO show, is what it is. <laughs> it's going to be a four-part miniseries. Each part is three hours, and you have to watch them all to get the whole story. Zack Snyder is directing. Each episode has the same cocaine budget as an 80s movie, though, so... (laughs) If it was on Quibi, now Roku owns it, so there you go. We have the same cocaine budget as an 80s movie and the same writers as a 1999 Korn album, so I'm ready to go. Awesome. All right, well, speaking of cocaine budgets, Todd, what's your your god? (laughs) Well... Who is as your possi- god now, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so as possibly the only other person here that's fought our shitty hell dad nearly a hundred times, Andrew, I think I know what you're actually looking for today. So we're going to reach <laughs> real deep into the Greek lore to bring you Hecate, the three-headed goddess of the mists, of witchcraft, of boundaries, of magic, and of ghosts. She's just <laughs> the god of everything. I am not going to let you get away with this whole podcast boundaries. saying... No, saying Hecate and not Hecate. Hecate. It's Hecate. I, yeah. I, I heard Hecate. I heard Hecate. I heard a way worse um, Is pronunciation it Hecate? of it. Hecate? No, it is not Hecate. I can tell you that one. <laughs> yeah, get him, Matt. Yeah. Get him, Matt. Yeah. Fuck you, Todd. My favorite, my favorite show, John and Hecate Plus 8. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, um, today, today, I will be saying Hecate. Uh, one, because I think Matt's wrong. And two, because... I'm, that's how I've got it written out phonetically in my notes. So the point being that Hecate is exactly the ancient Greek goddess that Zagreus would need in this sort of DLC expansion. So, and also it's important to note since magic and hexes are obviously all the rage right now with Scarlet Witch being in the news, we're going to capitalize off of that, that search engine optimization. Um, <laughs> anyway, she's the ideal choice as she's going to offer this like, dark magic-based boons that we don't really have yet um, to Zagreus. So it could be, you know, like the ability to cause life drain with dark mist that she controls or, you know, adding extended teleportation to his dash or, um, you know, maybe she gives him the ability to temporarily raise death uh, of the things that he killed around him using her call. Um, but the, the big point here is that Hecate is the witchcraft and the death and the oh-so-very on-brand Hades sex appeal that the gamers, and more specifically the grown-ass adult men, are going to be looking for in this game. 
She is to the T what this game needs. Are you trying to capture all the Resident Evil 8 village step on me giant <laughs> yes. vampire oh, women? Yeah. He's he's getting that and and the uh Hex the Moon TikTok crowd as well is <laughs> nice. what he's going for. Well, I'm going to tell you um Eric, I did not think about that, but now that you've said it, it was very subliminal. It was not intentional, but but gigantic <laughs> vampire dom lady is in my mind and I want her to step on me. He hasn't been able to stop thinking about her for about a week either is yeah. is what he's trying to say. Just for context, Todd still hasn't gotten over Bowsette yet. <laughs> that was like two or three weeks ago <laughs> that we last talked about it. Well, yeah, but now Todd has been th- talking about Bowsette's fury, and it's been a whole thing. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our giant vampire queen. Um, but the point being, uh, Hecate is, she's just, she's just a good choice. She's a good, solid okay. choice. She's not a bad choice like these other two bad choices, and probably a forthcoming also bad choice from Eric. Okay, so we've got Hecate stepping on us. Uh, <laughs> Eric, that's wrong. Eric, who's going to be? Who do, you, who do you want to be stepping on us? <laughs> oh, boys, 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 boys! I'm so glad that you pulled me here. Uh, I'm happy to say that the real god that is going to be in the Hades DLC is not going to be any one of these modern gods. We've already introduced <laughs> the fact that we can look into the future in Hades. I've also uh, killed my dad 150 times, and also I've played Hades a decent amount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would love to talk about the ever-present god in our current age, capitalism. Oh fuck! <laughs> and capitalism is going to be—it actually fits really well. This is the uh, this is what a cruel the, god it is. <laughs> this is already dark. <laughs> I want to name my DLC because I like have an inner World of Warcraft world builder that needs to come out. Um, all this is the all that glitters DLC. Uh, here's, oh, here's fantastic. The thing, thank good. you. That's here's really the thing good. about capitalism actually fits because Hades, <laughs> you you can tell it's like very opulent and rich inside because the Greeks and the Romans believed that like money and jewels comes from under the ground, which is underground, which is Hades' domain. So we can build on top of that. So let's call whoever we're talking about Pluto, who is your dad Hades' doppelganger or something like that. I don't know. There's a lot of different types of money. Pluto is the Roman version of Hades. So just like follow me on that. Got it. Sure. But we're gonna put a pin. Yeah. We what... knew that. We just it was good for clarifying it for the listeners. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helpful. Matt is just shaking his head as be like, I've been reading mythology books since I was nine. You guys fucking need to come on my level. Um, I'm including a bunch of different stuff. If I'm gonna buy a DLC, I know Super Giant is gonna give it to me. There's a totally new arcade mode called the Colosseum. It's a boss rush. You fight Pericles, who has his golden helmet on, but you also fight other Homeric heroes like Jason and Flama, who was actually uh, so known in the Roman Colosseum that he rejected uh, freedom four times and his face was put on a Roman coin. You also get to fight Hercules, which is teased so much in the game and he never shows up. Matt, he's teased a lot in the game, but he never shows up. Cool. Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate that. I appreciate it. But it would also be fun to fight other people who are on money. So we're fighting goddamn Abe Lincoln and Gandhi. <laughs> I've been wanting to fight Abe Lincoln for years. No, oh, I know. <laughs> um, for all my Civilization fans out there, yes, Gandhi is coming at you fast. Furious. Mm-hmm. With the uh, hips, and, baby. Yeah. yeah. And, and finally, we have a boss fight against Pluto where he becomes the invisible hand of the market. And you're fighting a classic one, a video game trope of Big hand, one. <laughs> yes! Big hand, two eyes! <laughs> and oh. when you win, I actually wanted to add a weapon in as well. You get the golden lasso, 
which is both a long and short range weapon where you can pull someone in, beat them up, but also swing them around and hit things around. But let's just talk about the boons because that's all extra shit that I made up. And here's the actual question <laughs> that you asked me. That the boons, uh, Pluto then replaces Hermes when you win the Colosseum and you switch out all the speed stuff that Hermes does and just focuses on the money stuff. Good. I actually took from my favorite Perfect. roguelike I love Welcome to the Gungeon. I've played 400 yeah. hours of it. It uh. is incredible. <laughs> and they've come yeah. up with so much sh- so much shit on, under that, the sun. That was my only roguelike that I super got into before Hades. Yeah. It's, it it, it is so game. goofy and so like pop culture inspired that I feel like if they're going to do a DLC, they need to go in a different way. So we can take uh, something like uh, the Sack of Coins, uh, which is where enemies drop more money, but you also drop money when you get it. They have a microtransaction gun. In in <laughs> Welcome to the Gungeon, where you shoot your money, and I think you could do that with uh, in Hades. We call that the magic transaction, uh, where your spell attack is more powerful in exchange for one money per shot. And now you get an exchange with Sharon or Charon or however the fuck you say it. Yeah, you Sharon have, from HR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharon is there, who never speaks and just groans at you <laughs> under their big hat. Um, and you can sell your boons there for seventy percent of what you would usually get at the end of a level. Nice. So um, Eric's played Hades before. Yes, I sure have. Sure has. <laughs> a but Matt times. hasn't, right? Right. Is that, is that the <laughs> is everyone, everyone on the same page? <laughs> uh, real quick, I do want to unpack, uh, you brought up the, the big hands, one eye uh, trope mm-hmm. in video games, because it's one of my personal favorites, and I, I think it is the perfect boss, because we, we going to do it them hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, any notes? <laughs> I'm sorry, I overprepared, guys. <laughs> no, no, you prepared cool. just the right amount. Yeah, I'm still kind of stuck on Zagreus, like with Abraham Lincoln facing him down, cracking his knuckles, saying like, "Let's do this," and Zagreus just gets to beat the tar out of him. Well, well he has one fist, which is emancipation, and the other fist, which is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right. I, I do have a question though. Um, the the Queen of England is on money. Do you fight <laughs> Queen Elizabeth in this game? You do now. That would actually be really interesting. I was thinking about that. Um, have you have you guys played Arkham Asylum before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I feel that she functions in a similar way that the Penguin does. By as the Penguin unleashes Solomon <laughs> Grundy, the Queen unleashes a massive mutated Prince Charles. Are you are you trying to suggest that Queen Elizabeth <laughs> is a puzzle boss, Eric? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> You're coming on my podcast and saying that Queen Elizabeth is a puzzle boss. All right. <laughs> I'm coming on your podcast and saying that Cobblepot should have been one of the houses in the crown. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on here. So as everyone here, excluding Matt knows, the, you. the fun. <laughs> you're welcome. The, the fun of Hades gameplay is mixing different boons together to create some, you know, stupidly overpowered build to break the game. And the best way to do that is finding the dual boons that, you know, basically multiply, multiply the effects of all the powers you already have. So what's that game-breaking dual boon that you can make with your chosen god and then one from the base game? Kyle. All right. So as I said before, Christianity has um, borrowed, quote unquote, <laughs> uh, from a lot of the religions that preceded it. Um, so there were a lot of actually good options to pair uh, jesus christ with a greek god because christianity aped a lot of greek mythology when they were uh laying th- some things out your verbs um, are so telling kyle i love how <laughs> oh we just aped it we thought it was neat 
<laughs> it's very, very I just think this is neat. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking of the meme. I'm just thinking of the meme of Marge hold with like a Pope hat on, holding up like any other religion and just be like, I just think it's neat, and then she crushes it in her hand. <laughs> um but but the obvious pairing in this game about daddy issues was pair uh, making the best boon be with um the Greek version of God the Father. So we all know that the idea of God being a, a buff old man with flowing robes and a wa- long white beard just comes from the imagery of Zeus, right? Because it does. Because he was um, vo- voiced by Rip Torn. Because he was voiced by Rip Torn. Um, so this dual, this dual boon is going to get the most famous father and son team back together in the Wrath of God boon. So if you have an o- offensive Zeus boon and the Aid of Christ boon, um, you have a chance to later unrock, unlock the Wrath of God. Uh, Wrath of God is going to add even more damage to your attacks with a higher percentage based on how full your God gauge is, which is boring. There are other boons that do that. You want the Wrath of God, not just like the light annoyance of God. That's why when you have the Wrath of God boon equipped and have to use a Death's Defiance, it also board wipes and just kills any non-boss enemy on the field. I've only got one note, Kyle. <laughs> When you said eight of God, I thought you said eight of God, and my reaction was was internally to say go fish. <laughs> Get out of here. Can we kick Todd off the call? Oh, yeah. It's Todd's Zoom meeting. We can't. Yeah, this is <laughs> I own this. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Matt, what's your dual boon? So here's the thing, right? Is like the key to really min maxing the Osiris boon is to get your Demeter boons. I'm I'm using Hades. You're good words. so far. You're okay, good so far. Cool. So say boon more. Boon. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Boon. <laughs> um okay, so uh Demeter has this boon that according to the Gamepedia, Hades.gamepedia.com slash Demeter tells me is called Mistral Dash, and your dash shoots a gust a head that inflicts chill, right? And chill sounds like a a cool thing that is probably helpful. And so remember the Osiris dash is that you fall into a bunch of fun little cubes and roll all around the map. And so instead of just one Mistral Gust that goes straight in front of you when you dash, imagine you fall to pieces and Mistral mistral dash mistral chill you chill in all the directions it's like you just become a bunch of little ice cubes and zip all over the place and you freeze everybody and then you play the game more you play more game <laughs> matt the childlike wonder your brain <laughs> just want to pat him on the head it, it's yeah. amazing there's a thing in D how like you you should embrace new players because they've never played before like they'll do anything and I think that this is really what Matt is doing, is that, like, we're expanding our idea of Hades. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, like, I mean, I thought, I was like, nah, nah, this is dumb. Then you said, breaks into cubes, I'm like, nah, still dumb. Oh, but they're ice cubes ago. Hmm. I was that gif, I was that yeah. gif of the woman drinking, um, like, a LaCroix for the first time. Yeah, yeah kombucha, yeah. that's what it was. And she's like, no, no, maybe. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you brought you brought us back on that with the ice cubes, Matt. Like nine tenths of those words were right. Hey, hey yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a victory. You I, got um, there. I 
read so much like when we did the final fantasy um pick pick a buddy to take to school or whatever the hell that episode was yeah and i was like all right i'm gonna go to the final fantasy wikipedia and i'm gonna learn final fantasy and i got like a scroll down i was like all right nope i'm out i had the same experience with hades where i was like i'm gonna like dig into this game because it's new there can't be that much for me to learn but i think it's become so densely popular so quick that it's just like you got to learn a whole other language to play this game or yeah. buy it for 30 yeah. bucks in the eShop and play it for a day. And I wasn't going to do either of those things. So <laughs> here we are. I like when you admit that you're like, well, I was going to put in some work, but not a lot. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'll be there's... very clear about the amount of work I will put in. <laughs> it's yeah. the effort versus ease scale. You know, like I'll put in effort when that effort is easy. But as soon yeah. as that effort becomes a little difficult, I back out. Um, Boons. 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 Uh, Todd, Todd, why don't you give us uh, Hecate, uh, Picante's uh, dual boons? Hecate. Hey, hey, yeah, can I get a whiskey soda and like two Hecates, please? <laughs> two Hecates, yeah. Thank uh, you. So Hecate's red. Um, she, she's a super cool, super cool Greek goddess. She actually does have like some Greek mythology lore because they've all been in relationships and experienced each other in different ways uh, where she helped Demeter. And so at first I thought that, you know, I would do a duo boon with Demeter where she's just like wrecking everything around you in this like strangling dark frozen mist. And that would be pretty cool. But we're going to do one better because Demeter duo, duo boons are overdone and no one likes them. So Hecate is as resentful as she is powerful. Right. So this is like real lore to her. In her story, she's been known to transform fallen enemies that she fights into animal companions that serve her. So when Hecate pairs with our favorite sassy hunter, Artemis, Hecate has a chance to transform enemy minions into this like dark shadow animal companion for the duration of the room encounter that you're in. Yeah. And an ability that I'm calling Cutting Revenge. And the best part about this is that it finally gives us players what we've wanted since day one, which is the ability to summon a companion. And you get it. Because you transform <laughs> someone into an animal companion under your service. It's rad. That's real lore. She turned a, a, the, the woman during the fall of Troy into a panther that had to serve her. Super cool. <laughs> That's cool. Mythology is so cool. Right? <laughs> Todd, I don't want to burst your bubble, but capitalism also transforms all of us into servants that <laughs> have to follow what they say. Yeah, but not yeah. cool animal servants, just yeah. sad, yeah. sad yeah. shambling Abraham, ones. Abraham Lincoln never turned anyone into a puma. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's to go the with... difference between sorcery and necromancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just a. a, a wait, sad... wait. Was Abraham Lincoln a sorcerer or a necromancer? I'm not well, following. The, the capitalism making soulless servants was the necromancy mm -hmm. that I was going ah, for. So I it. guess Abraham Lincoln is a necromancer. I mean, what I love about Andrew is that he said, oh, forget all the shit Eric said earlier. Abraham Lincoln is his god. <laughs> 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 yeah. I pick. I took what I wanted. Uh, okay, Eric, <laughs> I uh, I kind of like the new podcast canon that Abraham Lincoln Lincoln's a necromancer. So I mean, there was Abraham Put Lincoln the Vampire Hunter. That was a movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a book first. No, it was a movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Necromancer is my nickname. None of you idiots take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. What is a uh, Tell, tell us how Abraham Lincoln uses his necromancy powers and his dual boons specifically about capitalism. Got it. So he raises dead and uh, no, here's what I'm talking about. 
So Pluto is in there when you watch Pluto for for Hermes. Then you have the ability to do two. I came up with two different ones. Uh, the first one uh, is similar to another one from Gungeon. It's called Golden Strike. It is Zeus and Pluto together. When you use your god power, your in damage increases by 10% for every 100 coins you have. So you could just be wrecking absolute shop when you're balling. And just like Zeus, you're doing it to impress women. And unlike Zeus, <laughs> you're not forcing yourself on them by being a goose or golden rain. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's the right energy. <laughs> Thank you. The other one <laughs> that uh, Amanda inspired in me because she is the business one. She's the CEO of Multitude. When I told her I was doing this, she was like, oh, you need to do something with a monopoly. Like, that would be perfect. Oh, it's like yeah. they own all the thing. And I'm like, oh, that's terrifying. I can't believe that was the first thing you thought of. So... <laughs> That might be the darkest thing. Yeah. That is chill went down my spine. About. Eric goes, cool. I like it. So um, the, the duo boon when you work with Poseidon, because then it's about shipping and with uh, water travel. Commerce. Which is also what they, com thank you, commerce, which is what uh, Poseidon, you prayed to Poseidon that he would not uh, get mad at you and eat your boat. Um, so that would be called monopolize, where every time that you do, uh, every time you do a higher level um, bonus, so you get a Daedalus hammer, or one of those other like those other ones that aren't just like coins and magic. You also get a pomegranate because you monopolize the pomegranate uh, trade, and you just kind of get them all in. <laughs> and no one else gets pomegranates. No, 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 no. They are all mine. Very good. I bought them. <laughs> There's no Dodd Frank here in. Uh, uh, that that was an economics joke that, that went over my head. That was. Too I was much. a communications major. So also that go. yes. Music. So yeah, economics. What. <laughs> I hate love politics, so I know what you're talking about. There you go. Business majors, get at us. Um, all right, <laughs> real quick, clarifying one point. Matt, a pomegranate is a way that, is what you use to upgrade your abilities in, I, in oh, Hades. Oh, okay. I was like, is this motherfucker really about to explain to me what a pomegranate is? <laughs> I'm eating a pomegranate, Andrew. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Matt, excellent. you eat the seeds. Stop, stop biting it. Matt, please, oh, stop. <laughs> oh, boy. The skin's the, the tough skin's the best part. <laughs> All right. Well, gameplay aside, there's there's one more facet to what makes to what makes Hades such a, a great entity that we haven't yet talked about. We touched on it. Guys, we need each god to be just an absolute thirst trap. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that, this might be the most important, arguably the most important piece about this. So uh, tell me what your god looks like normally, um, I guess. Didn't realize there'd be as intangible as the idea of capitalism, but here we are. Uh, wait, oh, yeah, because wait, gods wait. look like things, right? Andrew. Can you, Andrew, can you answer this mm -hmm. question for me? Which yep. one of our gods is more tangible than the idea of capitalism? You know, what's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I'll come back to you on that. Thank you. Uh, we'll circle back. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. You'll tell me what your god looks like normally or your famous depictions of, and then, and then, Walk through in excruciating detail how you're going to make them super hot. Remember to make it horny. We're going to start with you, Kyle. All right. So you guys have all seen a crucifix, right? Like Fuck. Jesus doesn't really start. need my no. help to get mm -hmm. any hotter. He's got that eight pack that any Marvel actor would kill for. He's got those veiny arms that Hugh Jackman dehydrates himself every five years <laughs> to get. Like Jesus is cut. But you want me to get horny for Jesus. <laughs> we'll get horny for Jesus. Man, that storm's getting real close. Um, <laughs> so first of all, he's going to be jacked. Just traps for days. 
biceps, pecs, just chiseled out of stone. Fucking Kyle gets on for t- TikTok for six days, and this is what we get. It's been a week. Um, second, his outfit. He's just going to have on that loincloth and a halo, and then his, his nice full beard and his long flowing hair, and just really showing off that chiseled bod. And then his, attitu- his dialogue and, and, and attitude, Jesus' whole thing is everybody loves everybody. And Full if that isn't some, and if that isn't some, some uh, 70s like sex guru shit, I don't know what is. And then telling his followers to eat of his body and drink his blood, take the horniest possible interpretation of that, I think we'll get there. I think we'll, we'll make this horny enough for Hades. Okay. Horny enough for Hades is the campaign DLC title. <laughs> I have not actively gone to church in like almost ten years, and I'm still a little uncomfy. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. just feeling a little gross. My skin is crawling. I didn't feel great writing or saying that just now, and I'm with you, Matt. So yeah. um I yeah. Oof. Oof. Um specifically the feeling that I feel right now is I feel like I did when I was in middle school and I was in summer Bible camp. <laughs> and my our camp counselors told us that we had to listen to that Aerosmith song, Give Me Your Heart, Make It Real, and pretend that it was Jesus saying that to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. None of that was a bit. That's not an Aerosmith oh song, God. Andrew. <laughs> Or what did I say, Aerosmith? Uh, like uh, Carlos Santana. Isn't it's Santana. It's, it's Rob Thomas featuring Santana. Yeah, you know what I meant. <laughs> Rob it's Thomas, the same. long hair could look like Jesus, though. Yeah, Rob Thomas, Carlos Santina, Santina, Santina. <laughs> Get out. It's, Here's it's, the it's, difference. Heck, Here's the difference between Christian summer camp and Jewish summer camp. And Christian summer. <laughs> I camp. can imagine one big one. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was that one. Um. Well, you know, the biggest one, honestly, is that uh, Carlos Santana is speaking to you in the words of Jesus. But Jewish summer camp is truly put together to get Jews to hook up and eventually <laughs> marry each other to create more Jews. It's what they did before J-Date was a real thing. <laughs> no. Oh, they work in tandem, Todd. They work in tandem. Brought to you by the same people that created Jewish summer camp. Christianity is not too different than that, but for the first 18 years, they they tell you to suppress all sexual desire. It's like, yeah, it's like how you can't get a PS5 right now, so like everyone's gonna want to get a PS5, and people are gonna pay like a thousand dollars for a PS5. Same idea. Well, but 18 years and one day later, you can get married, and 18 years and two days later, you can make a family, and and three days later, you're you're behind the curve, and you waited too long, and you're gonna die alone. You're like, you're like, why did I buy this PS5? All I have is. Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I could have just <laughs> played this on my PS4. Um, Matt, your turn. Yeah, okay, so this is the one question I came prepared to answer today. So <laughs> let's go back to that myth I was talking about with Osiris, when like he was in a, co- he was in a coffin and a tree and a pillar for a little while, irrelevant. You know. sure. So As you do. Yeah, Osiris's brother comes, chops him into a bunch of pieces, distributes those pieces across the world. His wife, Isis, much like the main characters of Dragon Ball, go and collect the Dragon Balls and put them back together and work to summon her husband. But the thing is, is she's missing one piece 
And literally, in Egyptian mythology, the one piece of Osiris that his wife can't find is his penis. Is is the <laughs> is the giant treasure the pirate king hid and everyone's searching for? We talked about that last week, Andrew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so here's the thing, right? Is that like, you know, she puts her husband back together and wants to resurrect him, but can't resurrect him because his body isn't whole. Because again, she cannot find his penis. And so she just replaces it with a two by four, like a giant piece of wood, and then resurrects her Red. husband, nice. and then they immediately bone and pop out a child. And this, I'm not Sweet. making this up. Like this is this is as real as Andrew's Aerosmith song. So, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, would you say that Osiris's wife said, "Give me your dick, make it real, or else forget about it"? <laughs> I want you to remember that you said that quote on a podcast forever. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Silver from Join the Party. Uh, go All check right, I'll out see you later, guys. Thanks for having me on. Slash, follow me on Twitter at El Severo. See you later. Join the party. <laughs> gives, gives a whole new meaning to sport and wood, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> so there's okay. a lot of puns to be made here. Right. There's a mm. lot. So giant two-by-four penis aside, here's the deal, right? Like, Osiris is already talked about in Egyptian mythology as like a thirst trap of a god. He is a gaunt, dark-skinned man who is like kind of mummy, but also kind of a pharaoh. And so... He's Johnny Depp. uh, I wouldn't go with Johnny Depp. That's uncomfy. I don't like that. Uh, So in this game, you are going to have a like partially mummified, just like a, a sexy Egyptian mixer freshman year of college mummified osiris with a an abusively large bulge down one leg (laughs) and it's gonna be wrapped like it's gonna be it's Mm. gonna be tasteful it's gonna be just enough bulge (laughs) to really make you want to find somebody who cosplays osiris but it's gonna be a lot of bulge (laughs) like two by four wood bulge Mm-hmm. I keep thinking the bulge is going to be rectangular, and I can't yep. stop laughing. Yeah. Yep, it's, same. It is shaped like a coffin. <laughs> no, he was in a coffin. This is just shaped like wood. Oh, my bad. Yeah. That's, that but it, it's it going to look like he's got a two-by-four like shoved down one yeah. of his pant legs. Yeah. 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 Uh, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about um, Hecate. Yeah, Hecate. Hecate Winslet. Uh, yeah. So okay, so so in all like the images, Hecate and, Blanchett. Get out of here, <laughs> Hecate McKinnon. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best one. So uh, Hecate, she's normally per- portrayed as this like paler skinned woman with dark black hair, and like she gives off that that hot topic salesperson vibe. Um, only. Oh, yeah. Only she has three faces with one on either side of her body, kind of like the Grand Tribunal in the Marvel Universe, if that does it for you. Um, So she also typically has these like shadow black snakes that slither all around her. Not unlike the Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you music video. So like with with all these things involved. Yeah, all these things involved. I'm feeling a lot of feelings today. (laughs) She's already checking absolutely half the boxes for every demographic. That's that's just we're there. And anyway. Since Todd did the science. Yeah, did that. We talked to the nerds in R&D, they told us. Um, anyway, as we talked about in the, the prompt for this question, Hades is all about making things deeply sexy, like unsettlingly sexy, so we can get even sexier and weirder. So other depictions of Hecate involve her not as having, like, three faces, but three full bodies, just kind of, like, standing near each other. So exactly what I described above, but now it's three of her, 
So that's three pale-skinned, dark-haired, goth, hot-topic, checkout persons, snake ladies, <laughs> hanging out, just kind of close together. Now, I understand that may not have sold it for you, so I've got one more no, for you. No, I'm completely sold. This is uh, already no, my No, there's waifu. more. Because, uh, again, deeply, unsettlingly sexy. If you're not on board yet, there's yet another depiction of her where it's all those things above, but it's generations of a woman. It's a young lady, a lady of motherly <laughs> age, and an older, more mature woman, if you will, a more seasoned woman. So I think we're going to go with that one. That's the one. So it's three generations of sexy goth women, two of which half-born children, uh, and they've got the snakes. The snake's all flowing around, and there's an air of mystery, and they're also very down to get weird sexy with Zag all at once. So Zagreus and Hecate are about to jump into a little menage quarter. Todd, Todd really didn't want to, I want, I have two things. Todd really didn't want to say MILF, so I'll say MILF for Todd. There we and, go. I'll say that. And, and two, Todd really friend. just told on himself that he spent all his high school allowance at Hot Topic because he had a crush on the Hot Topic checkout girl. That was my next question is, how <laughs> unimpressed is she while I am buying graphic tees at the Hot Topic? Ba graphic tees and, and bracelets with like rivets mm -hmm. on them, yeah. She wouldn't yeah. make eye contact with me when I bought my Invader Zim t-shirt. That unimpressed. Yeah. So which one of the Hecate's is wearing a good Charlotte t-shirt? Which one is wearing a My Chemical Romance t-shirt? And which one is, this is a shout out to Hot Topic now wearing a My Hero Academia. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be the youngest one is My Hero. Um, what I would say, it's probably like My Hero Blink-182 Rolling Stones is probably uh, like the oh, three I, was thinking I might like go Ozzy with. Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne the is Ramones. the better answer yeah. for the top Aerosmith one. Aerosmith yeah. is a good one. Yeah. For the, for the seasoned. Did you say Aerosmith, um, Andrew? Get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna talk more about Carlos Santana today, guys? <laughs> Carlos Santana, the lead singer of Aerosmith. Guys, this is a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's what I brought you today. Um, who really knows how to say four in French? Because I I stumbled through that at the end. You sure did. It's Menage Cat. <laughs> it's cat with an R. That's phonetically what it told me. Um. Future Kyle and Matt, please make sure to add an extra dead air after he says that. Thank you. Yep. Got or it. like, or the YouTube clip that I've listened to eight times of how right. to pronounce it. Eric, <laughs> I'm wrong. Eric, Eric, you talk now. I'm make, here. Make, make Abraham Lincoln horny. I got it. All right. Now here's the thing. Uh, we already know two of the forms. We have like this doppelganger of Hades as Pluto, and we have Andrew, which is already super hot to Andrew, which is big hand one eye. But I think that for, uh, for other people, we need to have a, a hot version. And the only person I could think of is, um, you guys remember in the big short when uh, they had to explain finance terms to you? And then yes. they were like, you know what? Let's just cut to Margot Robbie in a bubble bath. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just what it is. <laughs> like half the time, it's like doppelganger. It's something good. But all of a sudden, then it's just like Margot. It's like. As ever close to a fan art of Margot Robbie could be. Just putting sure. it in there. Golden tub, golden bubbles, a butler from off screen coming in and giving <laughs> champagne. And then she explains to you what a, what a credit default swap is. And that sounds good <laughs> to me. That's really funny. That is That's good. Very, very good. That's excellent. Very good and fine.
Uh, we can all we can all say bubble bath. Like, uh, bubble bath <laughs> from uh, yeah, like um, like, like the hormone monster. In, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, now, question. This is an important question for you, Eric. This might seal the deal. Is the giant hand and eyes wearing a good Charlotte T-shirt or a Blink <laughs> Two T-shirt? Or my is it, is it unimpressed with me? <laughs> That's an important part of yeah. it. The unimpressed. Yeah, you come up to face. the counter, you put down your Invader Zim T-shirt, and the eye rolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right. Well, I'm all hot and bothered, so I think we need to take a break. But before we do that, uh, we're I'm going to reveal the super secret bonus question, which is as I pull up my notes. Okay, so one of the we talked about. The gameplay, we talked about the inherent horniness. One other aspect to Hades, sound design and the voice acting specifically. Good. Mm. Voice acting in Hades, very, very good. Supergiant has always had a, a, a really good, uh, had the ability to, to bring on some really good external voice talent. And they've got some really great in-house talent, both at the soundtrack and the voice acting. So to carry along those, those high, high expectations, tell me who's going to provide the voice acting for each of your gods. And we will answer that question when we return from the break. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Amanda. And we are House Breakfast, your new favorite Twitch stream that you should definitely be following. Here's the thing. Uh, you can eat breakfast anytime, and we want everybody to know that. And you can also play video games in a low-stakes, fun way with a really wholesome chat every Tuesday and Saturday. We're partners in Life, Love, and Podcasting, and that now includes streaming because everyone needs to learn how to stream in 2021. But playing games that we played on our N64 and PlayStation 2 and GameCube is soothing and I think the one thing that might make all of this just kind of slightly better. We really like Pokemon and Mario. You're just going to have to deal with that. So find us at twitch.tv slash housebreakfast. And follow us on Twitter at housebreakfast underscore. House breakfast, because you can eat breakfast anytime. <laughs> that was pretty really, I like that. Was really I like good. that too. Good job. Good. good job. All right, we're back. Uh, the super secret bonus question is, again, just to repeat, who is going to be the voice acting talent behind each of your gods? So we will start with Kyle. We, we are looking for a voice to play Jesus. We are looking for, um, so I, want, I went with someone with experience and someone who we all know oozes sex appeal. Um, and that is why I have cast Ewan McGregor to play Jesus in mm. this Hades DLC. Um, okay. He has played the role before in the last days in, in desert, apparently. Um, but more importantly, he's, it's, it's Ian McGregor, baby. Just we're getting him in, in our game. All right. That's all I got. Any notes? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I have, I have, I mean, I like Ewan McGregor. So yeah. 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 yeah I all agree. Right. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Ewan McGregor oozes sex appeal. Like, I don't, I don't know that I'm, I'm there with you, but I'll, I'll seed. Have you ever seen Moulin Rouge? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I'm in. Yeah. Sure. That's my answer. Uh, Matt. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, Osiris uh, is going to ooze sex appeal as a tall, gaunt, dark-skinned god. So, we need a tall, gaunt, dark-skinned god to voice Osiris. And that'll be none other than American actor, rapper, singer, songwriter, screenwriter, and film producer of Hamilton fame, David Diggs. David mm. Diggs is going to uh, voice Osiris okay. in this dlc that i'm i'm not gonna win but that's what we're gonna do incredible choice thank Extra you Extra points to matt that's really good uh todd yeah so we need someone who can 
talk the talk, but can also walk the walk. So we really want someone who like looks the part, not just sounds the part. And and that means we need an actress who can play the same role as that person being 20, being 40, being 60 years old, and really someone who can just absolutely kill the pale skin, dark haired role. And so we're going to bring in Helena Bonham Carter. So you may know her Bellatrix Lestrange, uh, Mrs. Lovett from Sweeney Todd. Like she just nails White, it. Wife like, of Johnny Depp in every mm-hmm. Johnny Depp yes. feature, motion feature film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except was she, she was not the wife of Johnny Depp in Les Mis. That was, uh, she was the Sasha wife Baron of... Cohen. Yep, Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> because Johnny so, Depp wasn't it. Okay. Well, I, can your sentence and my sentence coexist? No. Todd, you're really <laughs> leaning into this hot topic thing, and I'm worried <laughs> about you. I don't have a response for you, Eric. <laughs> That's fair. That's okay. All right. Sometimes you just got to work through some stuff. Everyone get Todd Misfits t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some ear gauges, even though I don't have gauged ears. Uh, Eric, who's going to be bringing your uh, Nightmare Before Christmas backpack to the party? I.e., who's going to be your voice actor? Incredible. I think I'm going to go with someone who we suggested earlier as Pluto. I have like three forms here, so I did three different uh, people. Sure. So I have, for Pluto, I'm going to go with Rip Torn. Because he was so Excellent. good uh, in Hercules, and we're all putting. He puts me. He puts the Glad in Gladiator for me. Um, yeah. Her, Hercules was the ref making. Um, yes. I think that uh, for the Margot Robbie version, we could go with Margot Robbie or Maya Rudolph. It either way, if she's gonna say bubble bile, then it'll. <laughs> um, but for the hand with one eye. We're going to have to get the Mario 64 uh, team in to do the sound when a thwomp like jumps over and it goes, oh, that's what I <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I, I do have bad news. Riptorn died last year. And we, we're going to go into the underworld to get Riptorn's spirit. That's actually okay. part of the that's DLC. Of the okay. DLC. Yeah. All right. I'm back. I'm back on board. Yeah. Nailed the landing. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, we've got a lot of contracts to negotiate, um, some a little harder than others, uh, i.e. that big hot. We need to get that hot topic brand deal. So um, I'm going to go talk with the powers that be. Why don't you guys? Oh, wait. Nope. I did this wrong. This is all staying in. This is fine. Um, Before I do everything that I just said or whatever, why don't you give me your closing statements so that I can then take that information back and do the things that I just said? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) All I'll say is that when we, when we say, what would Jesus do? Flipping tables and whipping merchants is not off the table. Oof. Matt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in lieu of a closing statement, I'm going to take the advice that Todd gave me earlier and just say Boone some more. So um, Boone, North Carolina, Boone County, West Virginia, Canadian hockey player Boone Jenner, Boone and Crockett scoring and the Boondock Saints. Perfect. Todd. Uh, I'll, I'll throw the pitch like this. Hecate, when you want a goddess who will empower you with dark hex magic, but may also step on you a bit with her three pairs of heels. <laughs> Eric. Listen, Kyle's wrong. Matt doesn't know what we're talking about. And Todd thinks it's pronounced Hadiz. I think I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, well said, everyone. Now I'm going to do all that stuff I said earlier. So why don't you uh, go between yourselves and and give each other some good vibes? Yeah, Matt, I like that you brought a um, a similarly ancient 
god um i really think like mashing egyptian mythology into hades would be a really fun dlc todd you you being into getting stepped on wasn't the energy I thought we'd bring into 2021. I think but, I was doing uh, that either. Here we are. Here we are. Um, I no Hecate Hec, Hecate yeah. Hecate is a is a very yeah. good choice. It it is in in the mythology already. I like the the three the three uh, forms idea and everything. And um, and Eric just just a plus. You you came super prepared. Uh, capitalism as the the spooky new god you can buy uh for your game it just that just is it's great i love it thank you um yeah uh kyle i've said it before and i'll say it again your ability to commit to the bit on this podcast <laughs> is unrivaled by any one host. Uh, so thank you for being you and fuck you for the things you said today and the way it made me feel. Todd, your answer, at least for the last question, definitely made me the horniest. Like I am the most into three goth hot oh. topic cashiers oh, that I am into anything else we talked about today. So kudos to you, I guess. And, um, Eric, we do this thing on this podcast where we pull in ringer guests to come on our own show and then just beat the shit out of all of us. And apparently it's a thing that we're into and you did a great job of that today. So thank you for coming to our show. I guess you could say we all enjoy getting stepped on here at Debate This. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Andrew. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) Kyle. Uh, your answer made me happy because it was funny and sad because it made me think of all the summers spent at a uh, Christian summer camp, but you, it was, it was great to hear all the terrible, 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 uh, things you said while committing to your bit. Like Matt said, um, I love hated what you did, Matt, you stumbled your way through talking about a game you've never played. Nailed it. And did a pretty decent job. Actually, surprisingly good job. I'm going to say that is hey, probably thanks. like the, the, the warm, fuzzy, good vibe I can give you is you did a great job talking about a game you've never played convincingly. It was like playing Jackbox, the fake in it yep. game. Mm-hmm. Like we were all pointing at things or holding up numbers and you're like, yeah, this is a number. And like, <laughs> and mostly we didn't catch on. You, you did a better job at at pretending you knew about Hades than I do pretending I know about football. So mm-hmm. kudos. I'll take that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Eric, uh, Andrew already took my joke about how you stepped on us and we all liked it. Um, I was going to say that. And then Andrew <laughs> said it. Sorry. Um, so I'm you stepping on us was different than what Hecate would do. Um, but boy, I was glad you were here today, except that you made my really good answer seem potentially less good. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry that I stepped on all of you and asked if you were bad, bad boys, and you said yes. Just, never mind. I can't. <laughs> uh, Kyle, when Andrew sent this to me, I was like, huh, it'd be funny if someone did Jesus, and then I looked at the document and you chose Jesus, and I was like, all right, oh, here we go. Let's go. But yes, your commitment to the bit, I think, was really great, and it gave me an opportunity to tell you all the things that your Christian upbringing told you was right, which isn't right. Um, oh so I God, appreciate right? that. Um, and also, I'm well us, aware. <laughs> so, so all the and the Andrews like uh, Vietnam flashback to Christian summer camp. <laughs> you know how like certain memories just like dislodge from your brain from your repressed unconscious. That's what yeah. happened today. It was a Guitar Hero gu- guitar yeah. sinking. <laughs> yeah. 
I first got a taste of that when I reminded Todd of how awful it is to sink a Guitar Hero guitar, and I've been chasing that high ever since. So <laughs> but Kylie, you did that, and I'm very proud of you. Matt, here's the thing. Uh, the inspiration of Hades came from when the guys at Supergiant, the, the way that they make the game, is that, or they make games, they're like gaming philosophy, is that like they make the previous one, and then they're, they kind of like figure out what the fuck they're going to do next. And someone was like a big mythology nerd, and read a piece of Greek mythology that, and there's only like one mention in like some Homeric style epic poem of Hades having a son and his name is Zagreus. And there's no other detail on that. And then they're like, oh, let's make a game out of that. <laughs> Here's the thing. Being a mythology nerd was so much more important than knowing this goddamn fucking game in, the, yeah. in this episode <laughs> yeah. of Debate. Yeah. So you, I, I loved all of your answers. It was just, a, that, that's what we really needed. Uh, and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, Todd, thank, thanks for uh, saying what all of us were thinking. I just really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, here to do week after week. Uh, I, get, I also want to give a special shout out to Andrew for really reaching deep into his subconscious and telling us <laughs> things that he probably shouldn't. And we're all going to make fun of him for me as I come in intermittently into your lives like Mercury yeah. and the the paths of like Venus and Mars interchanging <laughs> and the thing, but you know all of these guys and have to talk to them fre- frequently. So there mm-hmm. you go. The special dispensation to Andrew. Making friends is hard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, all right. Well, I just want to say too, and and usually the mod doesn't do good vibes, but I feel like I need to say, uh, you all did an excellent job today. Uh, these were these were all really really good and blah blah blah. The execs, whatever. Uh, they they liked. They liked all these for different reasons. Um, one of you had really good energy. <laughs> one of you, one of you had just the most fucking badass metal mythology, mythological figure that I think we've talked about in this podcast to date. And then two of you brought DLC that I would legitimately play uh, as as Hades, and and specifically will be disappointed when it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we do inevitably get that that Hercules DLC, um, let's start with Kyle because obviously Kyle didn't win. But <laughs> <laughs> I want I want ever I just want to first ah beans. I just want to quickly acknowledge Kyle. I want to acknowledge your energy and uh, thank you for for bringing. Thank you for being you. Most importantly, <laughs> I I try. Yeah, I know you do, bud. Uh, Matt, again, same in a similar energy. Thank you for being you, but uh, also Osiris rips. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. man, Osiris yeah. fucks. That was really good. Yeah, with his big Osiris wooden penis, really cool. he fucks. <laughs> he, he sure does. Uh, Todd, yeah, uh, hey, hey, Kate, Hikante hey, sauce. Yep. Um, <laughs> ex- the the necro the actual like the necromancer stuff. I was like, you're just making a Diablo character, and that's rule, and that's rad. A little that bit. So obviously, the winner is going to be Eric, and there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but most importantly, uh, those, the actual, like the boons that you create, like you fixed one of the things specifically that I dislike about the only, one of the few things I dislike about Hades, which dealing is, with Hermes. Yeah. Dealing with Hermes one, actually. Yes. But two, it's specifically the build of the sword where you like do more damage, the more money you have that build. Like whenever I get it, I always, I always grab it. Cause I think it's going to be awesome. And it's, and it's always shitty. Mm, you yeah. fixed a money build like that would be a money build it's really good and i love that and because like what else do you use money for in that game yeah that was excellent um every every part of it thank you so much for for joining and and thank you all for uh for bringing this this energy today oh andrew can i do one more shout out did one yeah. more good vibe i want to give us all good vibe because unlike everyone in video games right now 
we didn't choose someone from Norse mythology. Pat our all selves <laughs> on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We there was not one mention of Ragnarok until right now. It's true. So good job, guys. Well, that's going to do it for, for us today. Uh, thank you all for listening to Debate This. Uh, as always, you can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Special thanks to Eric. Eric, can you tell us again where people can find you? Absolutely. You can listen to Join the Party, the best-sounding, most accessible Dungeons & Dragons podcast out there. You can find that wherever podcasts are sold or on Twitter at join the party pod you can find me on twitter at l underscore silvero el underscore s-i-l-v-e-r-o my name if i was a lucha libre wrestler with an underscore in the middle and you can find me streaming with amanda who suggested uh, monopoly and does all of our business in my life and in our in multitude uh, <laughs> at house breakfast uh, twitch.tv slash house breakfast and out on twitter at house breakfast underscore awesome yeah definitely high recommendation for joining the party if you're if you're sick of the traditional fantasy setting i think this is a really fun um alternative and kind of juicing things up a little bit um it's it's a really fun show you guys you guys do an excellent job thank you yeah so speaking of uh we do have our own little just a little little quick housekeeping pitch here um if three weeks a month isn't enough for you and you want more debate this uh consider subscribing to our patreon we mentioned this earlier uh we have a patreon patreon.com slash debate this cast for five bucks a month, you can get access to the premium channel where we actually we have our own D&D podcast, Four Begorfa right. and the Office Drones, where we uh, are doing a D&D as office workers, like an HR rep who is a paladin and <laughs> a project manager who is our bard. And it's real weird and real fun. Uh, we just at this at the time of recording, we are finishing up the marketing arc. Uh, we are <laughs> I didn't know we had of, put a name on that arc yet. Oh, we, we we sure did. Just wait for my uh, my adventure zone like comic book to come out in five years. Um, <laughs> we, are, we are we are searching for right now. The guys are searching for the uh, the magical brand book of Marvis and Marvis worldwide. <laughs> uh, you can also have access to our new Disney Channel or Disney Channel Disney Plus watch along. The Plus is loose, where we are recapping the latest D Plus show. Uh, right now, we are doing a weekly recap of WandaVision, uh, led by Matt, which has been super fun. It's probably some of the coolest content I think we've done. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a really good time. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's not like I work super hard on the office streams or anything. Until next time, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Andrew Henderson. I am Kyle, rock me sexy Jesus Harper. I am Matt, wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Jesus Cole. I'm Todd, Black Magic Woman was written about Hecate Thomas. I'm Eric, Abraham Lincoln, Necromancer Silver. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>